When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. This is the Tier 1 Transfer Podcast. Joining me, as always, I was going to say as always. No, I was going to say, it's yeah, not as always. Not as always is Ronaldo Brown, back from his uh, <laughs> sabbatical. You okay, brother? Sabbatical, call it that. I got caught out, didn't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll get into that, though. We won't get into that. And also, we've got a special guest joining us all the way over from Germany, who's away with the German national team, uh, is the Sport Eins chief reporter, Patrick Berger. Patrick, how are we doing? Hey, guys, I'm fine. I hope you too. I'm here in Herzogenaurach. I think it's hard to pronounce for for English speaker. Yeah. Uh, it's a very small city next to Nuremberg, like 15 minutes away, and the German national team is training and practicing here. I mean, yeah, I won't... And, I w- and there is a big, big ball. You're getting distracted. I see that, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, I won't try with the pronunciation because I won't get it wrong. Uh, you must have been impressed with the recent Germany result as well. Yeah, I was. It was a tough start, uh, 1-0 against, against France, but it was a very good uh, performance against Portugal, 4-2 against the European champion. And yeah, a very good uh, performance by Robin Gosens, especially the the star of Atalanta Bergamo. So we, yeah, we are in a good shape with Germany, with national. Speaking about that Gosens, when I first saw him, I thought, is that Lucas Podolski? Yeah, in disguise. He looks a lot like him on first glance. He does look a little (laughs) bit like Lucas Podolski. I don't know, a few people have said that. Yeah, I've seen it on Twitter and when I saw it at first, I was like, wait a second. Um, yeah, but he's saying, but but he's saying. I asked, I, I asked him, but he's saying, "Hey guys, I don't see the the, the or I'm not similar to him." So it's quite funny. But the people outside, they think, "Hey, he looks like Lucas Podolski." <laughs> yeah, there's worse people to look like. To be fair, <laughs> moving on from the German national team uh, to to the English national team, uh, Jaden Sancho. Obviously, we know you've been covering this for. We spoke to you last summer. Um, when you were talking about it, and you've been covering this quite a lot recently. Um, what's the latest with Jaden Sancho's move to Manchester United? What can you give us in terms of an update? Yeah, the latest is, uh, I always uh, I also reported, that there is a second improved uh, offer or bid from Manchester United uh, on, on Jaden Sancho. It's around 85 million euro, but included bonus, and this is uh, yeah, way too less for Borussia Dortmund. They want 90 million euro as a guaranteed sum, and so we all have to wait. We had a similar situation last summer where Dortmund sort of set a deadline, they set a price uh, tag or a fee, and United didn't meet that. Do you, do you expect Dortmund to, to sort of be as, as sort of stern and as, as play hardball again? Do you think there is any budging or do you think they are going to stick to their guns? Yeah, the situation is uh, way or more, more different than, than last year. Last year, the asking price was $120 million. Um, there was a gentle, gentleman agreement with Jaden and his uh, in his camp, and the deadline was 
uh, I don't know, the mid of July, but uh, at the mid of August it was. It was a bit later. But now the deadline is a bit looser. The Borussia um, is going to the training camp to Switzerland on the 23 of July. And the B4B bosses, they, they okay, they want to have this transfer until the 23 of, of July. But as I said, the deadline is a bit looser. If an offer went, uh, went in or, or comes in three or four days later, it's not a problem. So, and the asking price is now 90 million euro um, plus add-ons. Add-ons are not the biggest problem, as I heard. Um, I was I was told that uh, there are some problems with the payment installment. I think this is the right word. Um, the B4B want a shorter payment installment, just two or three years, and uh, Manchester United they want four or five years. So uh, there are yeah still details to be made, and uh, yeah they they are still far away to meet. So. Yeah, let's wait and let's see. We'll have to see how long, how likely are Dortmund to kind of pull the plug if United continue to mess around over the fee? Yeah, in Dortmund, there, there, all the people in Dortmund they say to me that they expect to uh, Jaden to leave. Um, so they are looking for new replacements. Uh, Noni Majueke and also Daniel Malen. They, they are the top candidates uh, as a successor uh, of of, of Jaden Sancho, um, and. I talked to two bosses of Borussia Dortmund and they said, hey, I don't know why uh, Manchester United uh, uh, don't get us uh, the money, the 90 million euro. It's OK for a player like uh, Jaden." And um, the people from Dortmund, they said they think that uh, Manchester United don't know how good Jaden really is. And you see it uh, in England. The, 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 I think the um, appreciation is, is way or, or more different in England than in Germany. Here in Germany, he is a hero. He is one of the best players in the German Bundesliga and you guys you see it in in England uh, yeah he's, he's now pl- not not playing uh, um, at the at the uh, English national team and, and this is a big problem I think do you think we could see a repeat of last summer if United don't actually match what Dortmund are asking for because obviously you mentioned that Dortmund are looking at possible replacements and they've almost resigned to the fact that Sancho will probably leave but if United actually don't match the fee could you continue could you possibly see the fact that Dortmund will just not end up selling him in the end yeah no I, I think that uh, at the end the transfer will work I think that United or that they will meet uh, at the at the point uh, last year I said Sancho is saying and now I would say Sancho is leaving I mean you mentioned there the fact that Dortmund are already looking for replacements that's a pretty big indication that the, they're planning ahead. We know Dortmund likes to plan ahead, and that was part of the problem last summer when it was dragging on. They already started planning for, for the season with Jadon Sancho. The fact that they're planning for, for the season without him, that should give us a, an indication that this deal... I don't know, can we start getting optimistic now as Manchester United fans? Yeah, it, it is, of course. Um, last year, they, they weren't so far with, uh, with other players. Um, as I heard from from uh, from the Dortmund side, they are very clear, very far with one player. I think it's Daniel Malen. Um, so everything is clear. The the personal terms uh, are agreed. As I heard, it's a it's a, a contract with uh, Manchester United around uh, I think it's around uh, five years. It's a long term contract. He will earn uh, more money, uh, a big salary at at Manchester, around 15 million. Now in Dortmund, he has around 8 million euros. So everything is clear. Just the two uh, clubs uh, has to match, and I expect that they will match and they will find the solution. Just wanted to ask you, Patrick, you've seen a lot of Jadon Sancho. You said that Dortmund have a feeling that Manchester United don't understand just how good Jadon Sancho is. Do you think, from what you've seen, that he is worth that fee? Do you think he, he should command that sort of that 90 million fee? He's one, really one of the best players I've ever seen in the Bundesliga. He's 
very fast. He he is now more professional than in the last years. Um, I heard the stories from uh, from the training. Uh, he was too late. He was too long in the bed, and he uh, yeah. And and now he's very professional. He um, he's in a good shape. He's in a good mood. And the second uh, part of the, of the last season, he was one of the key players to win the uh, Dave Pippo Cup final with uh, Borussia Dortmund. And in my opinion, Jaden Sancho um, can has a massive impact on every team in the world. So, of course, he would help uh, Manchester United. And, of course, he would also help Borussia Dortmund. Um, yeah, but we have to wait and we have to see what happens. Certainly, Dave. Certainly, I agree. He's meant, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> if this deal was to fall through, do you believe there's any possible alternatives for United across Europe in a right-wing position or even within the Bundesliga? Um, there are talks with the representative of uh, Kingsley Coman, uh, FC Bayern Munich. Uh, there is no solution found at the moment uh, with, uh, with uh, Bayern Munich to extend the contract. And he's like a plan B. He has Pini Sahavi. We all know him. He's a very experienced uh, um, um, agent in, uh, in, in this business. And he is in contact with uh, the Man United bosses. And he could be a plan B. Maybe there are more plan Bs. Uh, I don't know exactly. But, uh, of course, uh, Kingsley uh, Coman, he's one option. We've not seen Jadon Sancho play for England in the Euros at all. Is that taking people in Germany by surprise? Because you've seen how good Jadon Sancho has been for Borussia Dortmund. He's not got any minutes so far in this competition. What, what's the sort of feeling over in Germany? Is that something that the people in Germany are surprised at at all? Yeah, of course. Also here in the uh, training camp with the German national team, we are here with around 200 journalists and uh, also, a lot of reporters uh, who are covering news about uh, Borussia Dortmund, and we are all wondering why Gareth Southgate uh, uh, don't give him the chance or doesn't give uh, Jaden the, the chance. So we are all a bit surprised and wondering, and hopefully uh, he will or, or he has the chance to show what he really can uh, at three lines. And just finally, I just want to ask you, obviously, you're over there with Germany. They've had the good result against Portugal. Is confidence high now in the German camp? Do they think that they can go on and, and win this competition? Of course. Uh, the, the, the people in Germany, they believe again in this team. It was uh, yeah, a big disaster in 2018. Uh, the first time ever a German team uh, um, went off in the, in the, in the group stage. So... Uh, People are now very confident uh, because of people like uh, or player like uh, Thomas Müller or player like Mats Hummels who are back again at the German national team. And of course, of Robin Gosens, alias uh, Lukas Podolski. Uh, um, so the emotions are back here in Germany and people believe that there, uh, that, that there are chances to win the title. And uh, yeah, so we are very confident. Yeah, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Germany because I think this is the first time they've come into a tournament like this ranked outside the top 10 in their FIFA rankings and... People need to realise that when it comes to competition time, Germans usually step up. Yeah, but, yeah, you can never count Germany out when it comes to the uh, competitions like the Euros or the World Cup. They're always there or thereabouts. Patrick, it's been great chatting to you. We appreciate you coming on the channel. And we, we, we'll all, we're all following you on social media because we know you're on top of the Sancho news. So as soon as it breaks, I'm sure you'll be all over it. I tried to do my best, guys. Maybe we see in London uh, when, uh, when the three lines... Uh, yeah, meet up with the German national team. Yes, definitely. Yes. We'll have to meet up. Thanks a lot, Patrick. He's a nice guy, isn't he? Patrick Berger, <laughs> friendly guy. He's um, a nice guy, man. Yeah, good, good for him to come on the channel again and chat to us. Knows his stuff. Obviously, he's over there with the German national side. He's been covering Dortmund for quite a while now and he's quite close to the uh, Sancho deal. From that, Ronnie, did you get the impression that this is it now? It's going to happen? Because he seemed, he seemed a lot more confident 
this summer than last summer when we spoke to him. Exactly. Last season, people were very optimistic and we, we all were. We all thought it was pretty much going to be done and dusted last season as well. And he was the one person that we kind of spoke to and got on and he was telling us he wasn't very, he was quite pessimistic yeah. about it. He was saying he doesn't see Sancho leaving. He obviously knew something that he we was all right didn't. as well, wasn't and it? he was very right. <laughs> he was Literally on. everything that Patrick Berger said last year in the yeah. one podcast was right. So he must know, he knows his stuff. And um, the fact that he seems so positive about it and he expects Sancho to actually leave this time, I think we, we can get a little bit giddy. <sighs> Cautiously you optimistic, know? I think he's the... Uh, he's I'm, not, I'm not saying that phrase again, I've overused it since you said it the yeah, other day. sorry. <laughs> uh, one thing I like what he said, he was talking about Jadon Sancho, obviously he's watched pretty much every game Jadon Sancho's played for Dortmund and he talks about his progression, not just as a player, but as a professional. He used that word professional and mm. there were these sort of question marks about sometimes when he was... Now and again, not very often, but might be late for training or whatever. But he said he's taking his professionalism up a gear. Is that something that you sort of gives you confidence that Jadon Sancho is ready for Manchester United? He 100% is ready for United. Jadon Sancho, yeah. no one can argue he's got all the talent and all the ability in the world. And even just on pure like eye test, when you're watching him, you can see the kind of player he is. But then when it comes to the actual production, not many players in world football have produced what he's produced in the past couple of years. And that's just the bottom line of it. And there's literally no excuse for United not to get that done. It's someone that we've chased for so long. And if you end up not actually getting him in the end, it just continues to look really, really damning yeah. on, on United in general and the way that we negotiate and the, the kind of the way we navigate transfer windows. We need to be better and we need to look, kind of make a statement. We, we spoke all this about we want to improve, we want to get back to title winning, we want to challenge City. These are the type of players you need to bring in to do that simple as. And if we don't get it done, we just stagnant. We just stagnant, and we kind of plateau again. And it's just frustrating for us as fans. And we want to see that ambition. And I think if it's an extra ten million, why don't you just do that? I don't. I don't understand. It's it's getting me frustrated. No, mate, I think we're all frustrated lot, about it. So honestly, I think Ronnie, I'm completely with you. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he was funny there because he was mentioning as well like that there's a surprise element over in Germany that Jaden Sancho, at the time of recording this, anyway, you know, we've had two games for England. He wasn't. He hasn't featured at all in either of those games. This is a kid who's been mega productive towards the end of the mm. season. Sean, as he said in the German Cup final, yeah, can't kick a ball for England. And he said the German sort of press and the people in Germany are surprised by it. Have you been surprised that Gareth Southgate hasn't turned to Jadon Sancho yet? I've been very surprised, but you know what it is? We, we did mention he's not... He's not seemed too favourable towards Jadon Sancho in general. Even yeah. in the past year, if you play as him, it's usually cameos or just a random start here and there. It doesn't seem like someone that he's got as one of his favourites. And Gareth Southgate seems to be someone who has that kind of favouritism element, that kind of Premier League bias, as people have called it, which is very true because Gareth Southgate probably goes and watches all these Premier League players and kind of liaises with all the, the coaches and, and stuff like that and then kind of gets close to him in that sort of way. And then because Jadon Sancho's out there in Germany doing his thing, it might just be a little bit of that. I don't know what it is because it must be that because there's no other reason. He's good enough to start. He's good enough to play. He's one of the best players England have right now. And the fact that he can't even get in the squad is a bit like... Yeah, because the, like, the first like, game he wasn't it? even in the squad, was yeah. it? In the second game, yeah. uh, the game against Croatia wasn't in the squad. Yeah. I know he's over, obviously, because you have to name, was yeah. it like two players that can't be in the squad? I think it was him and was it him and Sacco? Uh, the, the two players... Um, yeah, yeah. Or three players. Sorry, no, I think Schiller it might have been or someone else. More than that. Uh, yeah, uh, Maguire, sorry. Sorry, it was Maguire who was injured. The second game, he didn't obviously didn't get on the pitch. Um, and when you look at it, and you look at players in form, I mean, Jaden Sancho's been banging in goals towards the end of the season. 
Rashford hasn't. Sterling hasn't. Do you know what I mean? Calvert-Lewin hasn't. Exactly, but it just comes down... That's what football is, the industry. Like, it's just... It's not always about performance. It's always, sometimes it's the politics involved. You don't know what's going on. And that's the only kind of excuse you can come up with for the fact that Jaden can't get a sniff because, as you said, Rashford statistically had a good season last year in in hindsight, but his performances over the last six months haven't been well, great. Yeah, He'd just, even say that himself. Yeah, it, like just in terms yeah. of sort of, if you go like last month or so, like, and I love Marcus Rashford. Rashford doesn't even. Rashford didn't start the first. Yeah, game. no. So to be he, fair, he's, he's only not, had a cameo. But yeah. like, if you're looking at the players like the ones I've mentioned, they haven't had a productive end to the season. Jaden Sancho has scoring as a brace in the cup final, yeah. banging in goals in the Bundesliga, getting assists. I think it's five goals and four assists in his last seven games. Exactly, he was, he was heavily games. He was heavily scrutinised throughout the whole beginning part of the season yeah. when his form tailed off slightly compared to what it was before it, before um, the season before. But then he literally ended the season back to himself, his old self. He was strong, goals, assists, skills, dribbling, power, pace, just a Premier League footballer. And that's what he looks like and that's what he is. And he comes into the squad and because he doesn't play in the Premier League and he's not... I, I, I don't know what else it is. It must be like um, Gal Southgate doesn't want to give him a look in. It's just it's a little bit confusing to me, but... It is what it is. I'm. I've my thoughts on Southgate aren't great anyway. Never have been. We'll say we'll and save that for. A, yeah. No, but you, you know, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, we can discuss it out of Southgate uh, all day long. I mean, fair. I understand where you're coming from on that one. Um, just finally, mate. You mentioned there alternatives to Jaden Sancho, which have almost been forgotten about now because everyone's so heavily invested in us getting Jaden mm. Sancho. He mentioned Kingsley Coman, who a couple of years ago or eighteen months ago was looked at as an alternative. He mentioned him, but again, it seems like. For me, I got the impression that that's nah. not going to happen. That you know was, what it is? You know, a distant second choice. With Kingsley Coleman, he's won wherever he's gone. And he's won loads of things. He's got the um, <laughs> the Rafa Varangine. I know you'll mention that. I'm going to stop but, mentioning that, bro. But, because uh, I keep saying it and it's not yeah, fair on you. But what happened was Bayern Munich were trying to shop Kingsley Coleman like a year or t- 18 months, two years ago. And they kind of emphasised that by bringing in Leroy Sané as basically a replacement for him. Serge Gnabry was doing unbadness on the European scene and then he brought Lee Rosani in to basically say, Coleman, you can go elsewhere. They was even shopping him to go on loan somewhere. And that level of player, because that's not really an indictment on Kingsley Coleman because when you watch him, he's a great player. Yeah. He's actually, and Kingsley Coleman actually reacted really well, which is a testament to him. Is What he did was he performed when all this was around him. He started performing for Bayern Munich to the point where they couldn't ignore him. Or they couldn't um, let him go. I think he started a lot of games last season, and he's even scored in the Champions League final, didn't he? Uh, that yeah, time, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That time, and um, but even now, I feel like there's still that thing where Bayern Munich are not too sure about him. You wouldn't mind if someone came with a bit of a, a big transfer fee for him, but I don't think United would 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 go that way. But in terms of an alternative, he's not someone that if it did happen you'd kind of turn like you kind of be disgruntled about he's still a great player and he'd still improve our squad and if anything Kingsley Coleman's the quality level and the ability level he'd start right wing for United yeah oh, so 100% 100% it's it's just that he's at playing at Bayern Munich and obviously it's one of probably the best team in Europe right about now I know they didn't make it to the Champions League final but 
in terms of the whole kind of how they performed over the past two years. Yeah, if you look yeah, at everything, yeah. all, all things considered, definitely. Um, yeah, I think we're at the point now, past the point of no return. If Jaden Sancho doesn't come to Manchester United, there's absolutely no excuses. Uh, big thanks to Patrick Berger for coming on the channel again. Uh, obviously, sunning it up over there in Germany. Uh, we'll have to get him on again as well towards the end of the season. He said he's coming to London, so we might have to meet up with him. Ronnie, uh, where can people find you? Now you're back on the channel, back on the, <laughs> back on the tier one well, podcast. Really Ten days ban, in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you missed Romano, man. Miss I still Romano. can't believe the, the, the only time oh, you've is. missed the tier one transfer podcast is where we have Mr. Here We Go On. It's all right. I've, I've I've had him a couple of times before, haven't I? Yeah, mate. I'll just, just try that in. Ronaldo, yeah, <laughs> we've done Ronaldo so many times, right? No, Ronaldo's the guy, man. Yeah, cool yeah, guys. man. Uh, where can people find you on the socials? Ronaldo Brown underscore ninety eight on Twitter for some entertainment yeah he's always entertaining trust me on that front he is Um, you know where to find me Uh, you can find Patrick Berger as well on the the socials and check out Sport Irons because they'll obviously be keeping you up to date with anything that's popping off when it comes to Jadon Sancho when it comes to Dortmund when it comes to anything in Germany they are the leading the tier one they are the leading tier one podcast or podcast or publication I should say for all things related to German football so make sure you're checking them out as well that's been Ronaldo Brown I've been Jay Moy this has been the tier one transfer podcast with Patrick Berger thanks for watching Sports Social Podcast Network you know how to book flights and hotels All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.